Soul ties? Oh, my God. Especially when you have convinced that you are so madly in love. Listen, I don't want to be madly in love with nobody again. I want to be healthily, happily, sanely in love. In My Head with Jay Blessed is a transparent look into the life and mind of a Caribbean woman having human experiences. Get into my mind as I share my most vulnerable thoughts and honest experiences. I'll take you on a roller coaster of emotions as you get to know someone who might share similar experiences with you. Some might make you speechless, you'll definitely laugh. Others might make you angry and some might even make you cry. But my very real, very raw, very relatable weekly podcast will always keep you coming back for more. Join me as I talk to myself, talk to you, and even talk to some special friends in my head. (laughs) In my head is an introspective look from a voyeuristic point of view. For a list of all my social channels and how you can connect with me, please view this episode's summary. To join in on the conversation, use the hashtag headwithjb. That's H-E-A-D. W-I-T-H-J-B. And follow me on Instagram at RealJBlessed and Twitter at JBlessed. Let's get in on the conversation together. Don't forget to log on to my official website, JBlessed.com. A human experience from a Caribbean perspective. Episode 28, Living My Blessed Life. In my head. Hey fam, hey fam, hey fam. <laughs> Yo, I swear to God, I, just, I dragged my ass out of the bed this morning to record this shit. <laughs> I don't want to be here. It's cold, it's rainy, it's muggy, it's it's just so sad outside, man. Winter is coming. Winter is almost here. It's time for me to relocate to Florida. <laughs> I said it should have been here. Woody, I'm just gonna be. I'm gonna be recording with G on the beach. <laughs> but uh, happy Wednesday, happy Wednesday, winding it down. Uh, this is the second to last episode before we. Um, Take a break. Our last official episode will be December 11th until the team takes a break. But we are already doing our work. We're planning ahead. We got a bunch of interviews, and I can't wait for you guys to hear it. Um, Some amazing people, some movers and shakers, um, just some dope stories. Talking about dope stories, Courtney K. Williams's uh, interview last week. Wow. It's so ironic that this morning I woke up to Courtney's daughter, Courtney. Uh, she sent me a text message, and I'm going to read it verbatim. Please allow me to, Courtney. And Courtney simply wrote to me this morning six simple words. Thank you for saving my dad. 
this is why we do what we do right here in my head. I tell y'all all the time, I ain't trying to sell y'all no Fashion Nova fit or no tummy slim flat nonsense tees. I'm here trying to sell you mental health. And um, I'm so very proud of my friend. I'm so very proud of my friend for telling his truth, talking through his pain, sharing his story to the world, and in so doing, helping other people cope with their grief, encouraging other people to seek therapy as another form of healing, and also giving his daughters hope to see this is what a strong black man looks and sounds like and acts. He takes action to help himself because how can my dad help me? How can my husband help me? How can my friend help me if they can't help themselves? I'm so very proud of you, Courtney K. Williams. <laughs> you are amazing. You know what I'm going to do? I haven't done this in a while. Um, let's go read some reviews. I think it's only fitting uh, if you have not yet, I encourage you to please leave a review. I'm trying to make it to 100. Listen, this podcast might be big for you, but we're still in a really niche market, right? We're still a little a little podcast, a little train that could and can and is doing. Um, but I want you to be a part of the first 100. How about that? You could say, yo, I was part of the first 100 people to leave a comment before they blew up. <laughs> I always love to be a part of groups and organizations and anything in its infancy stage. That's how I show my loyalty. Yo, I was down with you when no one believed in you. I was listening to you when you only had 10 listeners. I've been down. Um, And I don't only talk my support, I show my support. So you can show your support for the podcast, for me, towards my team. If you have an iOS phone, or, or device, kindly go to Apple Podcasts. That's where we get a lot of our listeners. Um, go to Apple Podcast and write a review. Five stars only, a positive review. If you have nothing good to say, get the f*** off my <laughs> I'm dead ass, yo. We all about positivity here. If you find yourself, and I'm not just talking about, you know, doing an act for me. If you find yourself in a situation at your job, in the Uber, at the bodega, wherever that you are going to utter something that's not really positive out your mouth, stop yourself. I tell you guys all the time, you are your own personal genie. Everything that you utter out of your mouth is a wish. What are you wishing for yourself? And what are you wishing for others? And please be mindful that words are seeds. And karmic law is real. So whatever you put out there in words, thoughts, deeds, they come back to you. So please, 2020 is upon us. This decade is almost over. We got to change our mindsets. We got to change the way we talk, talk to ourselves, talk to people. We got to change the way we move. What are we doing right now? I'm, 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 I'm planning for my retirement. I'm in my 30s. That's where my mind is at. And thank God to my new guy because he's like really drilling it into my mind. And you got to level up with people who are on a certain level that you want to you wanna get to because they change your whole thought pattern. 
I could be around friends right now, like, yo, we going clubbing next week. And I'm not a clubbing type of chick. Like, I go and party when I feel like it. But right now, I'm thinking wealth. Wealth is health. Wealth is mental health, physical health, spiritual health. That's wealth first. And when you feel good about yourself, you do good things. You make good moves. You know what I'm saying? That's where we're at. So if you have an iOS device, kindly leave me a review. Some of y'all don't even know that some of your reviews are even used on my deck. So when I'm pitching to people, um, your words are there. Because it was so profound to me that I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to now immortalize this in a document and pitch it to the mayor of New York City or pitch it to an important person that wants to know more about the podcast. And I know what? I'm like, this is my testimonial page. This is what people are saying about the podcast. You could be a part of that. Go leave a review. I would so appreciate it. In my head. All right. So review time. <laughs> Oh, man, I have some reviews as well that are not on Apple Podcasts because a lot of people don't have iOS devices, right? We got a lot of Android users. Boo. (laughs) She's looking at me like, what? (laughs) People still using Blackberries and shit. (laughs) People still using flip phones. Motorola StarTac, Nokia shit. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> All right, let me go to the reviews real quick and tell you what the people are saying about in my head. Yo, shout out to Aya. Um, back on November 20th, they wrote, I appreciate this podcast for its transparency, but all topics we can relate to. This is exactly what my life needs at this point. Thank you so much, my love. Uh, Nels80 wrote, Buying my first home, this was very insightful since it's my 2020 goal to own. Took a lot of great tips. Thanks, Jay. You're very welcome, my love. David Germain came after that. (laughs) Thank you, David. David was on that episode of Buying My First Home. He wrote, I had the pleasure of being a guest on that podcast, which is episode 25, How to Buy Your First Home. And I was amazed by the energy and rawness of the show. It speaks about real truths in real life. It will leave an impactful message that will inspire. Thank you, Jay Bluss, for having me. And I'm so proud of the work you are doing in the community. Thank you so much, David Germain. Uh, Naya Jay wrote, Jay has done an amazing job with this podcast. It has helped me so much. I'm so thankful she has not been afraid to speak on several topics others may not want to touch on. To have a sister been down to earth and openly address her own issues made me me comfortable enough to face mine. Thank you for not only speaking about mental health in the African-American community, but the issues women face on a daily basis. I look forward to this podcast weekly. Thank you so much, Naya. Uh, Re-XOXO wrote, Jay continues to be a beacon of hope for the Caribbean and African-American communities. I am proud that her voice continues to be heard and that she provides an informational outlet that can educate us and provoke thought. She continues to make bold statements that some of us fear to say out loud with her bright personality. Thank you so much, my love. 
Nayash and Nicole. <laughs> Thank you so much. She wrote about episode 27. Thank you, Jay Bless, for the taboo conversations. Thank you for using your platform to bring transparency and authenticity to events affecting mental health in our community. Episode 27 resonated straight to my core. This interview took my breath away. I was speechless for most of the morning after listening. Yet, from personal observation, Kendall continues to impact us via her father's photos and video snippets on Instagram. I'm speaking about pictures of her warm smile and poetic eyes. Her jovial relationship with her dad. You can feel her joy, laughter, and tenacity for life. Every snippet reminding us to enjoy every waking moment. Thank you so much, Nayasha. Yeah, and if you remember episode 27, um, Courtney and Rhonda donated their daughter's organs except for her eyes yeah uh someone sent me a review they said i walk away each wednesday from in my head with a little more clarity laughter excitement enjoyment sadness stop i just mentioned a lot of emotions if you haven't walked away from one of jay bless's in my head podcast feeling like this ladies and gentlemen please begin again from episode number one jay you are winning with your don't give a attitude you are speaking your truth and your openness and honesty allows your audience to recognize their truth i had the pleasure of being a guest on your most recent podcast and i had an amazing time you have an incredible spirit and girl that laugh of yours is so damn contagious <laughs> continue to ride for our caribbean culture because we are listening thank you so much yolanda uh she was our breast cancer survivor who jumped on an episode recently so if you haven't heard that go check it out I think I have two more that I wanted to read. I promised y'all I would read your reviews, uh, especially to those who are not on Apple Podcasts. I know, I know. I'm sorry. Yeah, get an iPhone. <laughs> Yo, what is this? What is this? Dwayne Wade's son. I'm going to just leave that right there. Let's go here. Um, y'all not gonna get me. No, 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 no. We're gonna have a whole conversation about this, and I'm gonna make sure. That I, it's a discussion that needs to be had. Um, I'm gonna come back to that. Let me read these reviews. Nicole O'Connor wrote, this interview, talking about episode 27, this interview took my breath away. I was speechless for some time after listening. Praying comfort and strength for Courtney K. Williams' family. Thank you, Jay, for using your platform to share this father's story. I'm glad he's seeking help to release, to cope, to deal, to vent his feelings and emotions. Living out this journey of losing his daughter is such a tragic way, and she was so young. I follow the both of you on IG. We sometimes have so much negative things to share regarding social media. However, people like you two show us the real, the ups, the downs, and getting around and through this thing called life. Thanks for giving and thanks for sharing. Uh, Janelle Cornell wrote, an amazing, phenomenal episode. It was filled with so much genuine, raw emotion, topped with the fact that I know <laughs> know you both and your amazing friendship. I actually recall Courtney's post that day, and I was very confused in disbelief and shock. Um, she continues to say, We love you, and we will continue to pray for you. Courtney, Kendall's life will forever have a meaningful impact on all of us, and it teaches us all a lesson in different ways. God's peace to you. I know this was tough, and I hope people truly hear the message about her zest for life, her dedication to sports, and the love of her sisters. Thank you so much for that. 
Janelle. She ended Kendall. Her life, her story will forever be remembered. That's amazing. Yo, Courtney, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. Don't forget, if you want to leave a review, uh, most of our reviews are held and read from Apple Podcasts. So go on the In My Head page. And you can listen to In My Head on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn, uh, Google Play. And um, we're coming soon to Pandora. How about that? <laughs> We've been approved. We've been approved. We've been approved. We will be going to Pandora very soon. So we're just waiting for it to go live. Everything is done. That in itself is an amazing new uh, achievement for the podcast. So thank you guys so very much for listening. Um, yeah. So let me just give you a recap. Um today's episode is living my blessed life and man i was like oh me living my best life no everyone is using this hashtag hashtag living my best life and y'all motherfuckers lying (laughs) bitch you lying (laughs) hashtag living my best life you know with a nice dockery or something on a beach for just your toes showing and a nice little vista of like you know the the beach in front here but what you're not showing us is the whole reel of what happened before you went and laid on Muddy Beach and take that picture. Because it wasn't really that much of a best life. Because you and your man was just flicking arguing because it caught some cheating for the 900th time. And you're like, you know what? I'm not going to let these bitches think they want. So let me just go and pretend like I'm living my best life. Y'all need to stop it. I don't think I'm living my best life. What is your best life? What is your best life? Your best life really is not all these highlight reels. And that's why I titled this episode Living My Blessed Life. Because my life is full of so many ups and downs and disappointments and failures and hurt and pain that people probably watch me like, how are you still here? I watch myself and ask why I still here. <laughs> like, from the grand scheme of things, if you were to look at my life from a, an eagle's view and see all this shit, it don't look that great. It really don't look that great. And um, it may not be the best life, but I know that everything I've gone through has made me better and will continue to make me better. And I'm grateful that you guys love me for my authenticity and my vulnerability and my transparency because... I be going on Instagram Live sometimes with tears in my eyes, with no makeup on, my wig off, all kind of thing. Because that's the real life. That's real life. That, that is me. That is Jamie. Um, I recently ended a goddamn year-long legal battle a couple Fridays ago. <sighs> Listen, the next time I ain't caught <laughs> is because... I work in on a settlement deal worth millions and millions of dollars. That will work out in my favor. That's the only time I want to be in court. That's the only time I want to see lawyers when they're drafting up my new multi-million dollar contracts. Other than that, leave me the f*** alone. You know what I'm saying? Just don't come... Listen. I ended a legal battle. Um, that works out in my favor. Yeah, we could applause that because this whole year has been draining. Um, works out in my favor. Words are more in my favor than the people around even know. 
You see what the devil meant for your harm. <laughs> God will turn it around for your good. And I tell people all the time, God is very sensitive about me. Don't try to play me. And it hurts in the process because I got to go through the process. And I tell people all the time, life is not the destination. It's not the highlight reel. That's not life. It is a process. It is a journey to get to you taking that nice little picture on a nice beach with a glass of daiquiri. They don't know all the things you had to go through just to even get there. Or what you got to do to maintain that shit. Um, but yeah, I, I, thankfully, that part of my life is over. Um, and I'm grateful. And so that Friday was, like, tough because it was my day off from work and I had to go to court. And I'm like, fuck, I'm tired of this shit. Went there, everything worked out in my favor, left, and... Um, I was just drained. I was tired, but I had to run errands. I got to do a bunch of shit. And so I bought a ticket to go see Tina on Broadway. Tina Turner, the musical, right? And um, I've seen many musicals and many Broadway shows. And I was like, you know what? This would be the day of the court date. I know it's going to be a great day because I know I'm going to win and I know everything's going to work out in my favor so let me just buy this ticket so I can go treat myself with everything that's going on listen you got to learn how to treat yourself and not treat yourself with other people do something for you and not necessarily buying yourself something you know giving yourself an experience life is about memories you know like go 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 travel by yourself Go take a helicopter ride by yourself. Go to play by yourself. Go go to the movies by yourself. Go see an art show by yourself. Go do something. Create your own personal memories. Because if you have to wait on f-ing people, you might never do shit. Go and just do it. And so I got home in the midst of doing all my errands before I went went to the um to the show and I had a call with one of my exes and it was draining. So draining. And I was just so tired. And um, I started feeling very, very down. I'm thinking, oh, this is the end of this process, this legal battle. But you don't even know what this legal battle took out of me this entire year. For those people that are going through a divorce, um, by the way, my legal battle was not a divorce. I know how to just take things and run with it. (laughs) For those people who are going through a divorce, they can understand what I'm saying. For those people who are in court, for malpractice, they could understand what I'm saying. For those people who are in court for uh, a crime that they did not commit or, or or a crime they did commit, they could understand what I'm saying. Court is not fun. It's not fun. It's not f-ing fun. For some men who are, are being brought to court by a bitter baby mother, they can understand when they got to go in front of a judge to prove that they could take care of their kid when they are taking care of their kid. I'm not talking about y'all deadbeat motherfuckers. I'm talking about the real men who are doing all they can, but she just wants more. Court is not fun. And so I was drained. And I just stayed in my bed. I'm like, I'm not even going to go to this play anymore. I spent a couple of hundred dollars for this ticket. It was not cheap. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing this. I'm too tired. I could just stay home. I, I deserve staying home. And I had to talk myself out of it, right? So I talked myself out of it, and I finally, I'm like, Maya's like, no, mommy, you should go. You should go. So I got dressed, cold, went to 42nd Street, 
and went to the show. I just saw Queen and Slim this weekend. Go see that film. It's amazing. But if you're into the arts like plays, definitely go see Tina on Broadway. And make sure you go when Adrian L. Warren is performing. Um, go on the website. It'll show you the dates that she is performing. She is literally Tina Turner and a Babe Bullock reincarnate. It was one of the most powerful plays I'd ever seen. And for me, it will always hold a significant place in my memory. The themes of the play was just so profound. We, they covered domestic violence, and it's resonating with me because we covered domestic violence right here on the show. And seeing it played out was just so powerful. It covered having a strained relationship with a parent. You know, I talk about that a lot, the relationship I have with my mom. It talks about this girl who came from nothing and made herself into something, and despite what everybody else is saying, she still... Listen, the themes in this play is so profound you will absolutely love it i laughed i cried i bawled i holla i it was it was it was so good but during intermission uh, my ex-husband texted me and he told me that my friend had died this old friend of mine who actually organized our engagement dinner she had died that day and he just got word and he just told me and um, it's intermission and now I'm thinking okay what do I do do I get up and leave do I stay here how do I process this and so he's calling me and I, I don't want to take the call because I needed to process this so he sent me the GoFundMe link um, that her job had started and um, apparently she had just found out that week that she had a heart condition and in a matter of days she was dead. That same week would have been her three-year wedding anniversary to her husband. And her daughter was only 10 months old. She died at 34. Yeah. <laughs> I am living my blessed life. You know why? Because I'm still here to talk about it. That despite everything I've gone through, I'm still here. So I, I ain't trying to sell you no fake shit. I ain't trying to sell you no fantasy. I ain't trying to sell you all no, no... I'm not here trying to sell you luxury lifestyle. I'm not here trying to force it down your throat. and I'm not. I'm here trying to encourage you to live your best life because some people made plans for tomorrow and they're not here today. You know, I remember my grandfather talking about his friends dying, you know, at 60 and 70. My friends is dying. No, I'm talking to my daughter and telling her my friends are dying. And dying, not accidentally, but dying from stage four cancer and dying from heart conditions and dying in their 30s. Are you living your blessed life? What does that entail? Are you living a life of gratitude? And are you being grateful with the little things? I talk about that a lot. The little things like being able to open your eyes in the morning and being able to walk to the bathroom to brush your teeth because you can actually walk to the bathroom and you could definitely use your hand to brush your teeth. There's someone right now that's incapacitated 
that just got in an accident yesterday and from their neck down cannot move. Are you grateful that your heart pumps in its own? Courtney talked about watching you know, a doctor jump on his daughter's chest and pumping it, trying to pump her back to life, and he had to yell, stop. He's like, I don't even hit my child, and to watch that, it was violent to me. Can you go to the bathroom by yourself? Does your digestive system work properly? I know you're sad right now, but really, are you in your right mind? Are you really living your blessed life? And as the year winds down, I know a lot of us become very harsh on ourselves. I had my, my, young, my young sister friend hit me up recently and tell me, like, I'm really sad. I'm like, why are you sad, baby? She's like, you know, school and work and self-pressure. You know, I had all these plans for 2019. Did I accomplish it? Baby, are you still here? Once you have life, you have hope. Anything is possible. But you don't have all the time in the world, eh? And a lot of us have squandered time. I'm praying that as you hear my voice, that you can stop right now and reclaim your time. Make a plan. Write it down. Write down the rest of your goals for 2019. And even if you get 70% out of that, you still did great. You still did great. Stop squandering your time. Stop squandering your time by doing activities that really are meaningless in the grand scheme of things. Stop squandering your time by going shopping, spending money just to for retail therapy to help cure internal issues that really need a therapist. Stop hoarding shit. That's squandering your time. You took all that time in the mall. You could have done something really meaningful for yourself. You could have spent time with a girlfriend. You could have spent time with your kids. You could have spent time with yourself. Stop squandering your time by going back to relationships that do not serve your best interest. I know. I know you love him. I know he must be a really good guy. But is he the best guy for you? Is she the best woman for you and not because you guys spend so much time together and really made it work through all that time means that it's really a lifetime situation for y'all i posted on my instagram this week this week you know i want more brown babies talk about that all the time right and one of my male friends my married male friends who just got married this summer responded and said, I want more brown babies too, just not with my wife. Yeah. I was like, huh? I was like, what? <laughs> he was like, yeah, we are newlyweds and my wife doesn't even have sex with me. Like, if we have sex once a week, that's a lot. And I don't know. I feel, I feel as if I was hoodwinked. Like, we got married, she got married, and all of a sudden she doesn't, you know... She doesn't want to spend time with me. She doesn't want to do things with me. It's like she just wanted this for the title. So I had a whole debate on the Instagram. Y'all, if y'all not follow me on Instagram, I don't know what you do with your life. <laughs> this will be well-spent time <laughs> scrolling through my stories because we really get into the conversations that are controversial and thought-provoking and just like, whoa. Yeah, so I asked, you know, should he stay and make it work? Or should he leave and find someone else that's 
you know, that's going to deliver the things he needs. But there are nuances to this, right? We don't know her story. We don't know what's going on. We don't know if for her sex is a painful thing. We don't know if she feels emotionally disconnected from him or she feels as if he is emotionally disconnected from her. We don't know the story. But what I do know is going back over and over to someone who you know makes you feel like shit is not healthy. No matter how long you've known this person for, I have done it. I am telling you. It is the hardest thing to break. You see, soul ties? Oh, my God. Especially when you have convinced that you are so madly in love. Listen, I don't want to be madly in love with nobody again. I want to be healthily, happily, sanely in love. We need to stop teaching our kids about this madly in love bullshit. I want to be mad over no goddamn, but nobody ain't going to be sending me mad because trust me, I've been there. And that shit hurts, especially when you feel like you're losing yourself. You have no control over yourself. You have no control over your emotions because somehow you've relinquished all that power to another human being. So whether they come see you determines whether you're going to feel good. If they take you out, it, it determines your value. If they buy something nice for you, all, all of your emotions are being weighed on how this person treats you. You got to let that shit go in 2019. Are you living your blessed life? You, not if someone else is living a blessed life for you. Are you living a blessed life? Are you doing the things that make you happy? Are you taking care of your mind, body, and spirit? And what does that look like to you? Are you eating well? I've put on 20 pounds in the last year. I feel like shit. I literally do. I, f I feel heavy. It feels heavy. But I know why I did. I, I put on 20 pounds because I was going through an emotionally tough year. But I know how to lose it. But as you get older, losing weight ain't easy, baby. <laughs> it's not, G. It's not. It's not. So you got you to gotta take steps now. The steps you take now will determine the next decade of your life. Some of us going into our 40s in this new decade. Listen, you're not going to be snapping back. You're not going to have those Megan the Stallion knees and shit. Right now, my knees cricking when I walk down the stairs. Like, what the fuck? I turned 35 and I walked down the stairs. I'm like, oh, my God. Did my knees just slap? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to even think about what's going to happen at 40. All I know is I'm taking my fish oil. <laughs> I'm taking my vitamins. But I'm also being conscious of what I eat. And it, it doesn't help that I work kind of like late night. So by the time I come home, I'm tired and I'm hungry, right? So I eat. So now I'm making sure I'm doing different things and suppressing my appetite in different ways and I got to find time to work out. I know some of y'all hear the struggle because you're trying to do it too. You're trying, listen, I want to lose the weight, but I don't have time to exercise because I got to go to work in the morning and I'm tired. So I'm like, I can't wake up to go to the gym at six. Who wants to go to the gym at six? And by the time I get home, I got to take care of the kids. So you know what? So here's what we do. Losing weight is 70 to 80% diet. So watch what you eat. Watch what you eat. In the morning, Spend at least 10 to 15 minutes just stretching. Stretching is so essential. 
stretching and breathing so essential and in the nighttime if you come home see if you could lift some weights jump some rope do some crunches do some squats even 15 to 30 minutes of that every day at home makes the wealth of a difference in doing nothing at all a little bit of something is better than a lot of nothing and in incrementally just taking these little steps, then you know, maybe when the weather changes, because you live in New York, so you don't want to go outside and run. But by the time the weather changes and you've been watching what you eat and watching when you eat and watching how you eat like and chewing all your food. Some people don't chew their goddamn food. They don't chew their food. That's why you have teeth. And if you don't have teeth, maybe in 2020 you might want to get some teeth. <laughs> Let's go get some teeth in 2020. Okay, y'all spending money on rims, spending money on trips to Dubai, and you ain't got no teeth. Go get some f***ing teeth. Priorities. Priorities. You got to take care of you. Do you have health insurance? Do you have life insurance? Do you have a retirement plan? What does your 401k look like? And if you are self-employed, are you doing certain things? Do you have a financial advisor who can help you map out a plan for your retirement? These are things that we talk about right here on this podcast. Again, I ain't trying to sell y'all nothing that I'm not doing myself. My guy has me thinking about a retirement fund of 35. And he's damn right. Because if I put in that work right now, in the next 10, 20, 30 years, I'm good. But a lot of us are so caught up in, okay, 30s and a new 20s with money. <laughs> so let's spend it. <laughs> I really want to bring a different type of dynamic to your lifestyle. I know you want to live your best life. And baby, you can live your best life. Just be mindful, you know. I want you to live your best life, but I also want you to live your healthiest life, your happiest life, your sanest life, your most honest life, a real truthful life, right? I want you to live your blessed life. The most blessed life you can ever have. And I just want you to know that that is not full of highlight reels. That shit hurts. But the gains. It's like going to the gym for the first time in a long time. That shit hurts. But if you put in that work, though, them gains. <laughs> Someone twitched into it. They're not ready for me. <laughs> Bikini season. <laughs> I want y'all to live your blessed life. And if you have not ever done it, write a list. Now is the time to write your goals for 2020. Now is the time to really significantly write your goals for the next decade of your life. And yeah, we plan and got last, but I'd rather have a plan and a backup plan and a backup to the backup plan. I'd rather have my things in order that if I should pass away tomorrow next year or two years from now that at least in my planning I've already allocated this is for my daughter and this is where you go if something should happen a lot of people are dying you don't know you don't know even all the past no one knows the password to the Instagram you can't even update it do you know Facebook has a feature that if something should happen to you you can actually um have a I forgot what you call it, but someone else can have access to your account if you should die or, or not be able to log in. Like, and I'm not talking about pages. I'm talking about a Facebook private page. That's the thing. You have accounts and you're making money. 
but does your wife know your account information or are you hiding that from her? Okay, fine. You don't want her to know. Do you have a proxy? Do you have an attorney? Do you have a P.O. box? Do you have a safe deposit? Is your stuff updated? Is your will updated? These are real life things. Real life things. I want you to live your happiest life. I want you to live your life in abundance. But I also want you to clean out the mess in your house. Ain't nothing messier than a house full of shit. They have pretty shit, but they have more things stacked up at the side. I hate clutter. I don't know about you. I hate clutter. I hate, I hate, I hate going to old school Brooklyn buildings where things all in the hallway. You can't even walk inside, but they got new furniture. Why the fuck is all these things here? Like, stop hoarding. Throw all these things. Some of these things are just here for years, and they all don't even, you don't even dust it down. <laughs> Let's learn to declutter. As you get older, we should really be living a minimalistic life. Because as you get older, what are you doing with all these things? You know, do you have clothes in your closet right now that you could donate? Donate them. Do you got jackets right now that you haven't worn for like four or five seasons? Donate them. Do you got sneakers that you just have there for show? Give it to a kid that, that would be so appreciative of that. We hoard. I encourage you in this season, this holiday season, you may not be able to buy people gifts, but there's something in your closet that you could totally repurpose. There's a dress that still has the tags on it, honey. Let's learn to live our blessed life by giving. Giving, giving of your time, giving of your service, giving of your money. Always want goddamn money, but don't like to give no money. I don't know how other people just make that work, you know. <laughs> if you want money, you got to give money. If you want big money, you got to give more money. How are you giving your money? You may not be going to church. You may not believe in tithing, but you know what? I do believe in tithing. I just take my 10% and I tithe it into other people. I tithe it into organizations. I donate it. If there's a family I know, I need, and these are things I do in private. I don't need to come on here and talk about it. But this is how I am living my blessed life. Because even in my lowest of lows, God always sends an angel because I've been doing my work to remind me, to uplift me, to help me, to be there for me. 2020 is approaching. And I'm drilling this into you because I don't know what you did in this last decade of your life. But damn, I did a lot. I was married and divorced. <laughs> Um, so my child blossomed into a teenager that now I'm planning a sweet 16 that's going to happen in the next six months. You know, like I, I started a blog that, that went amazingly viral and that then I shuddered and then I opened again and I shut it again and I started a pot. Like, listen, this week, I wrote one story this week that did better than every story for the entire year. And that was my story on coffee, getting the Grammy nomination. Y'all know how much I'm a fan of coffee. That story so far, that was up for like less than a week, has close to 20,000 shares on Facebook alone. I didn't even run an ad on that shit. I just did the story. <laughs> and it be like that sometimes. Sometimes you're toiling for years. And you even get a breakthrough. And that one time, it hit. But it could only hit if you're consistent. It will only pay off if you're consistent. What are you consistently doing? If you're consistently doing bullshit, bullshit will consistently follow you. 
If you're consistently saving, then you will see a return on your investment. If you're consistently putting work into your marriage, you will see that yield benefits. Y'all can't be getting married today and then want to divorce tomorrow. You can't be married today and then your wife don't want to fuck you and you want to end the marriage or you want to cheat. This is why I always advocate for goddamn therapy. Y'all said for better or for worse, this, honey, this is this is not even worse. This is not even worse. This is not worse would be you cheating on your wife because she is emotionally detached from you and then, oops, someone gets pregnant. You see how one mistake beget another mistake. You can't be going out here doing dumb shit. I am one of your peers. I'm one of your young sisters. For some of y'all, I'm your older sister. And I'm telling you, I'm, I'm giving you guys my words of wisdom from my own experience. I want you to live your blessed life, but I also don't want you to fake it. So if you're in a situation that you are genuinely not happy and you see that there's a promise here that you really want to do your work, then do your work. But if you feel like you're the only person doing the work, then there's a, there comes a time where you have to cut your losses. I'd rather you cut your losses early and deal with that short-term pain than stay in a situation that is not making you happy and you just get stuck there. A lot of people are stuck in relationships right now. A lot of people. And it's sad because they're suffering all their emotional currency to somebody else. And they're living a depleted life. They're not living their best life and they're definitely not living their blessed life. This is your time to do an emotional audit. And it starts by you really writing down what you want to achieve. But I also want you to write down all the things you have achieved. Stop beating yourself up. But this is a time you do a personal audit, an audit within yourself. Am I healthy? Am I my healthiest? And if I'm not, how can I get there? Am I my happiest? And if I'm not, how can I achieve that? What will make me happier? Is it a better paying job? Then what am I going to do to get that? Like, stop wishing on a well. Go do your goddamn work. Life is about work. Marriage is daily work. Life is daily work. We got to get up every goddamn day and go to fucking work. I did not even want to be here this morning <laughs> to do this goddamn podcast because I'm tired as fuck. But this is part of the work that I have chosen. And it's not always going to be 75 and sunny. Sometimes it's going to be rainy and sleet outside, but I got to come here and I got to do what I got to do because I promise y'all this is what I'm going to do. And we are here saving lives. So, get ready to do your audit as the year winds down. If you are in a relationship, start making an audit part of your relationship. Maybe it might be every month you sit with your partner. It's okay. Maybe it might be in a home setting. It might be out on dinner. All right, let's have our, our monthly audit. Are we where we said we would be this month? Did we achieve our goals this month? How are you feeling? Did I do anything that made you upset? And make sure there's amnesty in that situation where anything could be set without retribution. Because some of y'all say, I want the truth, and you really can't handle the truth. And that's not fair if you're in a relationship with someone. They should be able to tell you their rawest truth. And even if it hurts, you have to accept it. Because that's the person you lay next to every night. So if they can't tell you truth, who you think they're going to confide in? Having an audit. I, before I go, I almost didn't make it with this new guy. <laughs> 
Because, listen, I worked so hard this year on my piece that I'm like, listen, one little sign and I'm out of this bitch. <laughs> one little sign and I'm out because I worked too hard. But if someone is really willing to do all that is possible to rise to the occasion and to work harder and become their best selves just to match up to you, keep them. You know, too many people out here really don't just give a fuck about nothing, including themselves. They just don't care. They don't care. But if someone is putting in effort and they're putting in intention and they're putting in pursuit, give them a chance. We ain't perfect. Nobody is perfect. We all just trying to do our best out here. So, fella, you're real lucky, yeah? You're <laughs> you're real lucky because I was about to go back on the market and be like, hey, false alarm! <laughs> but I'm so grateful that you see um, you see me, and I see you, and so we 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 taking our time. I like this. I like this. I like this. I like this healthy thing. And I've also said to this person I'm, I'm not in a relationship with, um, we need to start therapy. And he was like, why? You know, like. I'm like, because we're in a relationship. And I'd rather be proactive than reactive. And I come with a lot of emotional trauma. And I don't know about your emotional trauma. So we're going to find this out together. <laughs> with a mediator. Because sometimes you're talking to someone and they don't hear you. And you need someone else there who really understands or really hears everyone to break it down in a different way. Right? And so he said okay to that. And I'm like, all right, oh, okay, all right. <laughs> but he couldn't say no because if he said, <laughs> if he said no, I was out this bitch. <laughs> I'm telling you, I know myself, and so I think it's healthy. A lot of people get married and then they go to therapy after shit hits the fan, or want to do six weeks of premarital therapy before they get married. A relationship, a new relationship dating relationship try that once a month therapy i mean like especially if you have good insurance what do you fuck? <laughs> we're not gonna put this shit to waste we're gonna put this shit to use let's go to therapy it's it's helpful how are you living your blessed life i want you to live your blessed life because you know what i am living my blessed life so got one more episode for y'all before we go uh on break and you never know it's gonna be that's gonna be episode twenty nine. Uh, maybe I might make it a thirty. I don't know. Not yeah. Let's let's. I'm tired. <laughs> episode thirty is gonna be in January. Okay. I I I I, 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 <laughs> I want to set your hopes up high. <laughs> I'm trying to manage your expectations. Okay. Are you living your blessed life? Are you living a blessed life? Are you living a blessed life? How do you intend to live your most blessed life? Use the hashtag, HeppaJV. Let me know. How are you going to live your most blessed life to close off 2019 and to start afresh in 2020? There's something so wonderful and beautiful and transformative about starting a new year. You get to reset. You're about to start a whole new decade. Every little step you make now will have a profound impact on the next 10 years of your life. Make more conscious, positively intentional, healthier, 
more positive decisions in your life. I know we want to live in the moment. Enjoy the moment, but please also plan for the future, especially if you have children. All right, what's playing in my head? I, oh, fuck, I don't know. B, I don't know. <laughs> B, I, G, I don't know. I don't know what's playing in my head. All right, you know what's going to play in my head? What's playing in my head? Because this guy now is listening to the music I listen to. <laughs> um, what's playing in my head? Because he's been singing it all week, even though he doesn't know the words. <laughs> Real Good Hands by Gregory Porter. Y'all know I love myself some Gregory Porter. Uh, he's going to be performing in Atlantic City February 15th. I think I might go down to that show. Real Good Hands by Gregory Porter is what's playing in my head. I know it's hard watching the changes in our lives But I want to make your daughter my wife All right, fam, one more episode to go before we close out the 2019 season. Next week, I will be giving my thanks, my salutations, my closing remarks for the year, and uh, telling you guys what I learned in 2019. In addition to, you never know what might happen on that last episode, so you got to listen. And uh, I'm, I'm so grateful. Don't forget to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. We're at 89 we're trying to make it to 100. You see, simple things, simple, simple things. You take one step here, take another step, and you know, by the time you, and a year from now, I might be at 1,000. You never know. Consistency, consistency pays off. I'm so grateful that you guys are in my life. I'm so grateful that you listen each and every Wednesday. I'm so grateful that you share every episode, and I'm so grateful that you are a Jaybird. Thank you so very much for listening to yet another episode of In 